Hey everybody, and welcome to the Plot Armor Podcast. My name is Brett. I'm Candle. I'm Matt. Thank you all for tuning in. We're going to talk about PK Summer yeah. 2022. Woo! Yeah, woo! Because we did that game, we fought a lot. Yeah. And we didn't die. Summer's my favorite season because a lot of the crazy shit happens. A lot of crazy shit did happen. I also really like Summer. This is the first summer event um, I've been to here, and Me it too. was full of Me violence. Too. Yeah. Loved it. That's the best way I interact with the world <laughs> in this game. I'm making parts of it stop. Oh. Yeah. All right. So yeah, jumping right off on Friday night, I think the big thing that I started with... Oh, wait, no, no, no. You guys probably have something to say about the uh, the first thing that showed up. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was the honey badger. Oh my god. Was, that, was oh, that the first shit. thing? Yeah, Holy no, that was, was, yeah. That came before the bugs. Um oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, no, we were yeah, we were like so I was doing my normal thing where I was sitting around hanging out. Um we were vibing. with uh with the crew. And then uh you hear like, oh shit, oh shit, what what the fuck? And then like just Someone, I thought it was a bear, I was wrong, it was a honey badger, fucking flies in and just, like, baps into a fucking table and we all spring up. Um, it's got a six-pack and it's clo- it's got clothes that are all ripped hanging off of it. Yeah, he's all buff and shit. And, uh, and one of the members of the ORTC, Prudence, yeah. comes running out, saying, no, 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 don't hurt him, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was oh, that was funny because people kept people like were like, all right, what do we do? And she was like, I don't know. It's like, well, why did this happen? And she's <laughs> like, I stole his medicine. Why did you steal his medicine to figure out if he was a a wear badger? And <laughs> it's like, well, he is. So what do we do? And she's like, I don't know. So um, he was in control, right? He was ghost at, for a portion of that. He, he did some spiritualist stuff. He did a walk with spirits at the end after we had hit him enough times to make him. Uh, not want to be hit anymore so that was cool yeah that's how i found out prudence was a furry oh um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where i was there. i saw that happen but i didn't interact with it i don't know what i was doing that's okay. probably shoving ducats up my nose or something yeah i mean you don't have to interact with every terrifying thing you know there's plenty yeah. of terror to go around um yeah that happened that was different um then like I, yeah, most of my first time there, I was just like I do what I usually do. I pal around with people, uh, and then eventually something horrible happens, which I'm pretty sure was the bugs, unless somebody has something else that happened. Nope, I'm pretty sure it was the, the bugs. Night. Okay. Um, I remember walking with. Um, it was the first time I actually chatted with um, Mr. Hobbs because he was kind of just like out and about. I think we talked about something about trapping but i joined him because he was doing some scouting out and he showed me the cave where he tracked the skirmisher teacher to and he's just like yes i believe this is the cave looks fairly empty now but i don't think that'll last <laughs> and i was like message received <laughs> so then we hung around until the bugs came out yay 
Like the big old bugs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The bugs are a pretty normal occurrence. I don't know if they're going to remain a normal occurrence after the events of the night, but um. Did we complete it? I think we did. So the the mod was set up kind of cool. Mod town fight. I don't know. My brain's not working. Um. It was you know they had the mod hall and then they had like a bunch of caves and stuff and like engineers could go in and break down parts of the thing so that bugs would stop spawning. Um. I wasn't part of that part because I'm an artificer. I hung out next to the surgeons because that's mostly what I do in town fights. But eventually, I think actually you, Brett, you ran out and you were like, Eldred, we need we need help inside, please, God. And yeah, I was like, we, oh, okay. we did a lot of fighting because I remember being, I had like full, a bunch of costume armor. I was kitted up and I was like, I'm going to do a lot of fighting. And you and me like were in there almost the entire time just like, mixing up bugs and fighting and on the vanguard side of things yeah except you got ahead of me at one point once you started to push in deeper into the cave yeah i got uh, a, a fun i got a fun for you skill of chest armor which you know if i get hit in the chest it doesn't count so i put that to great effect because i'm there's a lot of torso on me, so I could just kind of throw myself onto weapons. So until I get hit with a pierce, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big strong boy." Um, so like we we fought ahead, we got into like an inner chamber, and like the the big bug dude was like going to try to critical somebody. So I moved forward, and like it was lit with a bunch of like purple lights, so I couldn't see super well. And I wanted to walk up and then, like, do, like, kind of, like, a big step up onto stage, but I fucked up and I hit my knees against it, because, like, I saw the shadow and I'm like, that's a shadow, not a stage, and I was wrong, the stage was, like, four inches sooner than I thought it was, so I just, poof, and then, like, face-planted down onto the stage, uh, combat stopped for a sec, I sprung up, I told everyone I was okay, and then we kept going, and I look over, and I see... Hey feathered hair moving towards me <laughs> so um i saw matt do that and i'm like "Ooh, that's smart and then i saw him take on way too many enemies on the stage and i'm like ah. and yeah someone's getting critical so i'm like shit i better i better at least go back him up but i was like you know what i'm gonna also jump on the stage but i'm not gonna fuck it up like matt did and so i jumped uh knee first right into the fucking stage Hell yeah. and, <laughs> and also felt this the sweet pain <laughs> of a mistake made so hey listen you know uh big risk big reward it would have yeah, been so yeah. cool if we actually pulled that off yeah it would have so basically <laughs> uh don't be like me but then especially don't be like brett learn from the mistakes of people that do stuff before you <laughs> no <laughs> or break the chain or, do, or show us up do it properly and break the chain yeah yeah point if you can do it point at me and tell me i'm an idiot um but anyway uh we get up there and we start fighting like the main bug guy who just has like a staff and stuff um and we just he <laughs> he just starts yelling like oh this is bad oh this isn't good while just like twirling a staff around while you and i are just sitting there just like, raining blows down on him yeah um, he went to maximum defense mode and we we're like we gotta kill him i was like we really gotta kill him because i'm on like one or two hits left my arm is broken i'm hurting yeah um but we but we did we brought him down and we were i was gonna killing i was gonna uh you know uh critical and like finishing blow and i did like one two and then um 
uh, Lily White literally slapped the sword out of my hand with his sword, and he's just like, no, somebody might want to question him. Like, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm just going to pick my sword up and cool. fucking take this person away. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you and I both grabbed him and fucking pulled him out, and then we tried to interrogate them, but they were a crazy bug person. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we I think yeah, it was it was weird. We went far we went far into the sanctum and got them out, but apparently like really early into the mod there was like a pod that had like the skirmish creature in it. Uh mm -hmm. and they got pulled out way before we came out with the thing. He kept on referring to the skirmish teacher as like his sister and how he was going to make her like him and stuff like that, which is like a weird bug thing. And then I think we're questioning him, and then Bertrand came over and Kudik rod him, and then walked away, and then he exploded into acid and knocked Elliot out. Yeah, <laughs> I was at one hit point left, and I was like, at least I made it out of that. And then, yeah. if you cut open the big bug people, they explode in acid yeah, in my so. face and drop me to the ground. Yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> but, but no, I don't think bug, bug plot's done, because, um, I mean, something turned this skirmisher teacher's brother into bug man yeah you got so me there yeah. something's something's turning people into bug people and uh yeah that's where it's at <laughs> we're fucked i tried to avoid the bugs but then a uh, reverie went running out to go and fight them and i went oh no so i went to go help and i got knocked down like immediately and they oh. picked me up and started carrying me away oh. and i was like looking to my left and Mr. Hobbs was sitting right there, and apparently he couldn't see me because it was very dark. And I'm just like, Mr. Hobbs, please help. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't realize till after. I was like, Mr. Hobbs, and he's like, Oh gosh, I didn't see you. I was like, yeah. Um. And then I had to be included. Yeah, Anna. Anna appreciates that I run around in white sleeves, so it's very easy to see where the fuck I am because a lot of people wear like lot of dark colors so you know also big tall man I'm big tall man people can see big me big tall easy. man with the fire hair yeah I look like a huge use q-tip I get it Brett I understand who referred to you as that I do you I do of. shut up <laughs> no that's not one you thought of yourself someone had him called you that. but uh no uh yeah, we're actually here to guess you up in front of everybody no stop <laughs> uh yeah uh so blog plot was fun I had a lot of fun at blog plot um yeah we also got told earlier in the night that by Sunday, uh, the Tiagans are going to roll over this island and we are oh, I getting told taken you that. over. You did, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> there's a good bit about that, which is um, Jules comes over and goes, so, you know, secret Navy information, uh, there's a large force coming in that we can't stop. And I'm like, cool. And then I proceeded to be upset about it all night until almost everybody I talked to. <laughs> That we were doomed, and we were going to be taken over by Tiagans by Sunday. worked out super well, because I was <laughs> fucking terrified the entire weekend. <laughs> um, so, God. that's what I did. Friday night, like, I feel like a lot of stuff happened Friday night, but I think I mostly just role-played with people. It was a little role-play. Uh, kind of the same for me, too, yeah. yeah. Well, you, Kendall, you and I, and um, I forget everybody else was on that mod, but I remember Reverie was also there. We followed, or maybe maybe they weren't. Um, no, they were. The uh, we followed the fox. Oh, the yeah, fox. Yeah, there was um, 
there was a fox that had a like a little xylophone and the fox didn't talk but we could ask them uh yes or no questions which was really great uh, i got learned a lot apparently you don't want to ask the fox if they prefer to be a human over a fox that kind of fucks with us <laughs> uh but we named the fox green and green <laughs> took us to a super cool fox hideout Aww. we went for a long walk in the woods and then danced and then we returned and about an hour later with these long spindly fingers and this like bone-like fox-shaped mask came out uh, a figure clicking the little fingers together because they were like like multi-jointed like plastic claws mm. it was a really spooky really awesome effect and they had like a new looking fox on a on a chain kind of thing and the, the, they had the like headphones with the ears that like move around and he's like i am the fox maker and the the old foxes are are old and 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 smelly and like boring so i need you to kill foxes and bring me their pelts and i'm going to make new foxes here's an example and then gave us like a, a piece of paper that had like a like, if you have the most heart, then blah, blah, blah. And supposedly it was, like, a puzzle. There was maybe some things on there that kind of looked like Faerun's. People, for the most part, pretty much agreed that they don't want to kill foxes because they think they're really cute. Or they're, like, they used to be people and killing them is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Unless they attack us. So, people didn't really want to work with the fox maker. So, the fox maker left and was like, I'll be back tomorrow night. <laughs> And we were like, yeah, looking forward to it, I guess. <laughs> that was spooky. Yeah, Fox, um, Fox Maker is pretty creepy. I kind of left after Fox Maker. <laughs> Valid. Yeah, I think I don't. I didn't do much else Friday night. I was, you know, I did my normal filled with terror thing, and we did bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that a whole. Me. I don't have a whole lot more Friday either. Oh. Candle, do you have anything more Friday? No, that was it for me. Okay. Foxmaker was like the last okay. big thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna try a thing where when I talk about Saturday because Saturday was really busy. I'm gonna talk quickly about uh, personal stuff oh. and save mm -hmm. like the things we were probably all a part of, like the big fights, yeah. or after. Yeah. Because I think right. I can go through my stuff without it being in order of time of day. Except for the first bit, which was muster. Yeah. This is a, it's that part of the PK yes. segment where I talk about how I ditched muster this time. <laughs> muster o'clock and I was not there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 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 I was, exactly. <laughs> so... So, um, I was chilling out around where Buster happens, and then I saw, uh, uh, Amity and this Admiral guy start to walk over, and I was like, so I'm gonna go, and I get up, and I leave, and I'm like, ah, shit, uh, cause I was originally gonna uh, pay Matt's character to do the thing, but he was so close to, he was sitting with us by where they were walking to that I couldn't. So I walk over to the side of the tavern and I see a few uh, ORTC people just hanging out there. And I was like, can I pay? Uh, does anybody want to make... Originally I was trying to get someone to do it for like two pence. Yeah. But I had to pay a full ducat. Um, but I paid Captain Hazelbright to put on my blue navy jacket and go stand in muster for me and pretend to be me. 
<laughs> which he did with enthusiasm. So I gave him my name and I gave him the blue jacket. And I'm like, hi, you know, just go stand there and tell me you are. And uh, and then I fucking left. <laughs> I didn't even get to see the fruits of the thing, but so I did. Um, <laughs> we were we were all sitting down and like everyone's walking up and like I think Jules started looking around. And goes, "Where's Elliot?" We all point at Hazelbright and go, "There he is. He's right there." And then Jules just goes, "Okay." And then like we'd look back and we'd see you just like standing in the tree line, like. Uh, staring down at us, and I was just like, "Yeah, he got away. He did it." And like multiple people walked up, and they were just like, "Where's Elliot?" And his right just be like, "It's me. I'm right here." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone's just like, "Fine, whatever. We don't we don't care, right?" <laughs> wow, I've already <laughs> worn him down so thin. I mean, I don't. <laughs> we were about to get invaded. I was probably low on the priority list. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. I loved that. I loved all of that. None of the Navy, like, mentioned it after the fact. I never got in trouble for that. Oh, you so will. Don't worry. Nobody talked about it. It was great. I was expecting <laughs> to get yelled at, but nope. Got away again. Could you'd chow, think could with, the, with, with the Admiral there, you'd think that they would have, like, been a little pissed, but, you know, whatever. Maybe that's why they played it off, sir. They're like, yes, we are a functioning band. That That is our person. I guess not lost a petty officer anywhere in the woods. Do not worry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I started out my Saturday with that. Um, A lot of Saturday was, um, was sports and clubs. I joined a lot of sports and clubs in the game. I did, um, I did boxing. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, two people. I did a lot of, uh, the the jock club stuff with me uh because willoughby was with me for almost all my jock club stuff and so was uh rhett uh i bonded with uh willoughby and rhett pretty good from all our our jock stuff uh but we boxed which was really cool which is kind of like a game of throwing packets in a ring um i learned some cool sword stuff uh by tie by it was a it was my like skirmish lesson, but after boxing we I learned that and they tied my bound my arms with a a rope and I had to like fight with like dinosaur hands pretty much. Oh, which is yeah. really fun. Um, okay, I did those two clubs. What are the other clubs I did? Oh yeah, uh, what was it? Um, dirt ball thing. Oh, pitball. Pitball, yeah. Dirt ball. <laughs> dirt ball. Uh, I did Pitball, which is a game, I forget what the actual, because it's based off of an actual camp game, um, but there's like this hexagon of like wood paneling, and you have to smack a ball while in the pit and try to get the ball to hit somebody's feet, um, and if it happens, they're out. Uh, I joined the Krakens, which is the only other team on... Well, no. So there's, there's, um, uh, what are they called? The foxes. The foxes, which is um a player team that are undefeated. Um, then there are the Krakens, which were the newly formed t- team sponsored by the Alize. Okay. Um, and then when we showed up to that, there was also a team of actual foxes. <laughs> um. Oh. To go, yeah, some foxes. That's oh. played pit, 
pitball with us. Uh, yeah. Our team against the other team lost, which was a bummer. But uh, we did free-for-alls after that. I think I won two of them. I, yeah. pretty, I was pretty good at pitball. I was doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit. I was... I'm a pitball machine. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty good stuff. The only, th- the only thing I Hell did do yeah. was the Duelist Club, but that was also some plot stuff. Mm. But I want to do that. It sounds like a fun club. So yeah, yeah. I entertained myself a lot uh, Saturday by <laughs> doing clubs. And I-, I want it, which worked out, because I was going to do a lot of like... Um, I'm trying to steer Elliot into a direction with his character creation of like doing like art and poetry and like um and like flirting with people. But mm-hmm. with the impending threat of being taken over by Tiago and like me being an enemy soldier to Tiago, I was like, I might fucking die. <laughs> That kind of put a damper on my like art and romance and stuff like that. We know possible death can really, but really temper some of your expectations for for silly (laughs) times. Ruin the fucking mood. Uh. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of just the little. Silly things I did on Saturday. I think all the other things uh-huh. I did were like, um, were with everybody else. Mm. So, yeah. What'd you guys do? Uh, well, the captain was back, which meant that we didn't get to sleep in until like nine o'clock, like we did last season. Uh, because he wakes up and he does his component runs, and Willoughby went with him. Uh, so we all got suited up, and we went to uh, follow after them, and they got blown up by some Tiagans who were out there, which yeah, sucks. Bomb, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, 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 no. Uh, was there a bunch of... That might have been a bomb trap? I don't know. A bunch of Tiagans fucking pilfered a bunch of explosives from the Navy, um, and we're just kind of leaving them about, which... Made everything way more stressful. But, uh, so, uh, anyway, like, other than that, the component walk went pretty well. Uh, we found a bunch of fun stuff. We found a bunch of bugs, which came into use later in my day. Um, after that, did breakfast, enjoyed your your adventures with not going to muster. Uh, then I tracked down to Amity Harlow, and I did my second true soldier lesson, which was the retreat lesson, which was a nightmare because it was very hot that weekend now the retreat lesson is fight and then when you get tired keep fighting so um we started off in the middle of the field it was just like beating down sun on my face and i wanted to die and uh amity calls over like three people to just eat the shit out of me um (laughs) and so I'm I'm doing that, and I'm trying to slowly move my way down the hill towards the shade. Uh, when we get down there, I think I'd fought, like, four or five people or something like that. And I was like, okay. And Amity's like, all right, yeah, you're doing well. And I was like, okay. And I took that as, 
hey, we're going to stop the lesson. So I just like kind of sprawled out on the ground because I was getting super sweaty. Um, and as and <laughs> as mentioned in prior podcasts, I'm a wintertime kind of person. So summertime kind of hurts. Uh, and then so I, I sprawl out and then Amity walks over and stands over me and goes, I said you fight until you're tired and then keep fighting. And then just like swings a sword down on me. I blocked it and had to like roll and get up as quickly as I could and then keep going. Um, so, you know. If you want to do soldier lessons, uh, Amity's a great teacher, but also it's the fucking dude bro meathead fucking... Um, you're going to earn that lesson. You're going to earn the shit out of these lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, that There's was... no shortcuts in life, Matt. Not with nope. Amity around. No, nope. I mean, it's fine. Amity's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. We we did that. Um, God, what else did we do? Um, oh. Yeah, Clorica and Eldred went on a fun adventure to the heart of the forest. Oh, oh yeah. boy! Again. <laughs> oh, golly. So we really did it. So this one was rough, like the first one. Candles. How about you give us a quick rundown of what that was like? I had to tend every second. <laughs> every single second was tending. It was constantly being handed bodies with just being handed people who were like oh wow golly clerica i have uh all of my limbs are maimed it's time to fix them because it takes one minute to do each limb so you're gonna sit here for four to five minutes per person as you revive us and fix all of our maimed limbs constantly <laughs> so i spent considering how much i tended we were definitely in that mod for over an hour. We had we to have been for the amount of tending that I did. Like, oh my oh. goodness. But eventually we made it yep. through the, the constant waves of mushroom people. Yeah. Oh. And eventually we were able to proceed. See the nightmare. Uh so The Nightmare. Uh, be like, hey, Port Catherine staff. Holy shit, you're awesome, and you made one of the most terrifying that things was... I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> it's one of the most awesome set dressings ever, and like monster mob oh. setup creations was the heart oh of the forest. God. That was wild. So, like, yeah, so for me, since I was a combat guy, I was, you know, in the front or being tended. That was one of the two things that I did. Um, but eventually we were able to, like you said, we were able to chop our way through all these mushroom people. Mm-hmm. And then we see, so we, we, we make it around a corner and like we hear a voice come over an intercom that's just like, who dares tread in the heart of the forest? And we're like, oh, uh, uh, and then Hobbs walks forward and goes, I do, Hobbs. And then <laughs> it goes, proceed. So we all and then as we're walking, some of the tarps part just enough for, like, mushrooms to poke out of the walls and for faces to, like, form through the walls. And, like, when I say faces, I mean, like, tree bark faces. And it's like, yeah, oh, fuck. it was, it was awesome. Um, but, and then we turn another corner. It's just, it's a fucking massive mushroom that has, like, a bunch of just, like, like tree bark skull faces all over the base of it uh it's just covered in moss and like the the 
big mushroom head of it has somebody suspended from the ceiling fucking slowly like moving their arms back and forth so it looks like it's like talking as it like as it sways it's talking it was so fucking cool and i had to not scream the entire time because it was also the most terrifying fucking thing i've ever seen in my life uh yeah it would talk and then like it so sorry let's do the plot part so we're talking we're talking to i don't know if it's the spring fay i feel like it is because it it told us that it like made the envoy right it yeah yeah it said that the envoy was a minion of it's so and it's the heart of the force which is rumored to be the like the heart of the spring the fey of the power of the spring fey yeah uh, so i don't know if it is the spring fey i don't know if it is just a fey regardless it's a nightmare thing so it starts talking to a, like it asked mr hobbs like you came here to cut me down and stuff like that and hobbs said no i'm here to try to restore balance is there anything we can do to help you and it's and there and wasn't was an option that we could really take um so it said, all right, well, you need to leave this place, and then we will pursue you for a year and a day for treading here. Uh, so we went, cool. So we all started to run. Um, I was terrified that more fucking crunchies were going to spawn in and start beating the piss out of us again. So um, I think I was one of the first ones out of the forest. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I was one of the yeah. last because the intercom was a little hard. I, I have some like audio processing problems. The intercom was really hard to understand. So I was just kind of standing there dumbfounded like, what? what? What's going on? And everyone was urging me to hurry the yeah. fuck up. Uh, and other people were lingering behind because they were afraid that other people would stay behind. Yeah, try to do silly so, stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we, we all fucking... <laughs> We all eventually get out, and uh, now Hobbs and Eldred have this new found paranoia of mushrooms, uh, <laughs> which is great, uh, which came up later when I was walking down a path with um, Prudence, and she looks over, and there's a tag that says mushrooms on it. I see it, and I just screamed. They never forgive or forget, and then I dead sprinted down the rest of the path, uh, leaving her <laughs> behind. I think eventually, like, I think eventually you found her, Clarka. We were, like, yeah. right behind her. We literally saw you scream and run. <laughs> I was gone. Um, so, that'll be a new fun thing to work out emotionally as a character. Uh, <laughs> Yay! But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, 10 out of 10. That was an awesome mod. Super glad I got to go on it. Uh-huh. Um, it was incredibly fun, both narratively and uh, yeah. combat ways. Yeah. Um, you guys are the first one to see a Faye in person. Yeah. as close to the true phase i think we could possibly we've managed to yeah, get so, so far like, that's nuts yeah. and also a bunch of silly mushroom people are going to show up and try to kill us constantly and that's going to be saucy um oh, yeah. it sounds like walking components to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the bugs i'm like you guys are full of components yeah we'll, we'll see if the navy actually helps yeah, though yeah who knows uh Honestly, let's just make a Tiago. That's problem. what I say. But um, <laughs> uh but um yeah, so then uh so speaking of components and bugs, uh an os- a couple ostriches showed up today uh on Saturday. Oh and I so was good. like Eldred loves animals, so I just like ran up like, Oh look at you, you big beasties, oh you're so nice and then they'd like 
eat the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so people started to avoid the ostriches. Uh, but I just kept following one of them around because it was just like lingering. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be this thing's best friend for a little while. So I start following it around. And then I notice it starts trying to like sit on some rocks that are shaped like eggs. And I went, oh, you little, you, you poor thing. Are you looking for your egg? And it looked up at me and nodded. And then the staffer said, clarify, this ostrich definitely understands you when you talk. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like I start giving it bugs to try to get it to like be my friend. Um, and other people start doing it too. Uh, it wanders down to the bar where um serendipity had made like a plate of bugs for it and like holds it out and the thing just like rears back and slams its head through it um, <laughs> like explodes the plate it was awesome um but i think valenza started walking around with us too and uh they were like hey so uh, what, what's 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 up with this ostrich I'm like oh it's looking for its egg and uh I think Valenza said something along like like that egg's gonna be really hard to find because they get they get used pretty quickly and the ostrich just turns and maims their leg and it was like all right uh don't say anything negative about the ostrich's eggs because they'll kick the shit out of you um, uh, but I, I piled around with the ostrich for a little while and then it uh, looked over at the big mulch pile that was on the uh, on the campsite like dead sprints at it and then like hops on top of it and oh. just like sits down and i was like all right well um i'm guessing that you're gonna be heading out soon i will uh try to find your egg for you buddy and it looked down at me and threw a butterfly up onto me and i was like oh, thanks all right <laughs> um and then the staffer ran to staff center <laughs> and it was awesome so Drawing I have energy. an ostrich friend now. I need to make them happy. I'm gonna name them Necky. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, I also made friends with some foxes. Uh, we brought them to the the safe haven for the foxes. That I think you found the night before, Brett. Oh, so, probably. Yeah, I made more animal friends. I named one of them Nimble and the other one Digsby. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Such good Thank names. You. Naming <laughs> animals is like 80% of the fun. Uh, no, stop it. <laughs> um, oh, here we go again. Yeah, what did you what did you get up to? Candles. I did uh I feel like I only did like one thing that didn't involve a whole huge amount of people. Uh the the squid eater thing, because I don't think either of you were I there was for there. that. Were I was you? behind you. I was behind you, you mugging people. <laughs> oh man, I got the good squid eater cult. Um, that I wasn't certain was going to be a squid eater cult. Oh boy, it was. It was really good. <laughs> we, I, I, I loved it. Say... I thought it was awesome. I almost, I almost didn't make it. Hey, <laughs> hey, what? Did you enjoy it so much? Would you say you really ate, ate your heart out? Uh, 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 no. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say that loud. People can't see. Um. So we, we show up, and I'm immediately, like, super aggro, because the last thing Clerica had talked to Wraith about, Wraith is, like, our kind of Saints of the Sea person who is around town and, like, has been teaching us about Saint stuff and all that kind of thing. Uh, and Wraith's probably not the best person, but so far he's, like, someone that we can at least trust to a degree. So we get there, and I'm ready to, like, infiltrate this call and find out as much information as I possibly can. 
and we show up and there's like the cult leader's name is like Arlo has a bunch of like tentacles coming out of their face and they're like oh like talking like like a very the the tone where it's just like we all stand together and love each other in just like a way that's just like ooh yikes this is this is a bad vibe this is this is um ooh boy no I do not like this uh (laughs) um it was definitely sketchy as heck. Uh, is like talking, like talking about like the same kind of qualities of like, oh, we like to do community service and like help our fellow person and like we we feed our our desires and like like feed our anxieties and like negativity and like like fears and stuff like that to to the squid eater. And then Arlo had also claimed like. Like I, I some people were like asking some questions, and it definitely got to a point where like Clorica was like, "All right, I'm just gonna be asking some straight up <laughs> questions because these people are acting really weird." A little sus. And like someone actually came up to Clorica and was just like, "Are we taking these people out?" Clorica was like, "Oh, oh golly, I don't think that's a good idea because there's some innocent people who definitely got roped into this, who are just like, I just, at least they seem innocent, yeah. <laughs> where they just they're like, I'm a I'm a nurse and I want to help people and I felt so listless and like, I I wasn't sure like what I wanted to do with my life and now I have a direction and <laughs> Clark is like, oh boy, I want to help these people, oh, yeah. kind of thing." Uh, so she feels like the only way that she's going to be able to help these people is by getting involved enough in the cult that she can figure out what's going on and, like, what she needs to target specifically and how to do so. And unfortunately, after asking some very pointed questions, like, if Arlo had ever actually met the Squid Eater, which they definitely claimed, like, yes, I, many times, and I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> uh, and Arlo is like, if you wish to join us, there's uh, there were like uh, there's like, I can't remember how many. I think there's like eight steps, and the first four are you have to go through the trial of the heart, the trial of the uh body, trial of the mind, and trial of the spirit, or something. And I think the first one was the trial of the the heart. And I'm like, all right, let's see it. And the takes a, a silver tray over, and I had been, I was like, this is Campbell cult, this is definitely a Campbell cult. <laughs> Pulled the top off that tray, I'll give you all one guess what it was. It was a human heart. <laughs> uh, clarify, it, it technically it was, it was a gelatin heart, not a real one. <laughs> they did not bring out a real human heart. Someone asked, where did you get that heart from? And they were like, oh, it was, uh, uh, we got it from one of our dedicated members. So, <laughs> it was confirmed, definitely a human, or at least humanoid heart. Uh, one person ended up eating the heart, and I went and I talked to pretty much my two squid people. Um, people who I knew worshipped this squid eater. Uh, Mr. Hobbs is not about it. He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Wants to know what's going on, but is not going to eat a human heart in order to find out. Um, but I did get Reverie, because Reverie's like, I'm not going to let you go by yourself. I'm not going to let you just do this alone. And I'm like, all right, Reverie, this is your chance to back out. And Reverie didn't. 
So they both ate the chunk of human heart. And I will say, out of game, that was the worst texture <laughs> that I've ever had to chew through in my entire life. It was pure gelatin. It didn't taste bad, but it took like a solid minute of consistent, maybe longer, of like consistent chewing before it was like suitable to be swallowed. <laughs> it's very chewy. <laughs> it was it was good because thematically it was really unpleasant to eat and that made it <laughs> probably a good thing. The least cursed thing I've seen at a LARP food wise though. I've I've definitely seen and heard of worse. So origin food. Uh, so after that we are official Reverie, Corka, and another person are officially I don't want to say their name because I don't know how open they are being about it, but I think they are, but I, I don't wanna, you know, oh, just no in case. Um, um, are part of the Squid Eater cult now. I also, ooh, I've got my red string board out. <laughs> All right, so the ca- Captain Hazelbright and Prudence went on a spooky double date Friday night. Now we weren't involved in this, but when they returned from their spooky double date, that was made by Wraith, who again is our Saints of the Sea person. They had a journal. And the journal was for Captain, like, oh my god, I can't remember it. It was like, like Philip Bartleby or something like that. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a name, and we were like, "What's, what's your father's name, Arlo?" And he was like, "Oh, Philip Bartleby." And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And later that night, when I asked the captain, like, "What was the name of the captain in your, in your book that you found?" And it's the same <laughs> name. <laughs> So, and, and when Clarka asked Arlo, like, oh, have you ever heard of a person named Wraith? Arlo got real weird and was like, no, I definitely haven't. But if you saw this person, where would they be? And I'm just like, uh, uh, Sloda, <laughs> which is not the last place I saw Wraith. And I really hope that Wraith doesn't go there. But I, they're connected. <laughs> There's something oh, happening. <laughs> and that's, that's, uh, this is good eater cult stuff. And I'm. I'm gonna find out what's going on. You had a, a rough weekend. You're gonna, you found out that you're gonna die poor and alone. <laughs> then you had a heart. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> All right. So, big thing that happened Saturday was the follow up on the whole imbalance of the autumn season and the autumn changeling and all that fae stuff. Um, because the uh, summer changeling came down the spear point and was saying, hey, uh, so they're marching right now, and we're going to deal with that. They also uh, were saying that, hey, so since you didn't take me up on the deal of me bestowing you powers for that contract, we'll just give you a temporary magic. You know, just a just a, a little bit as a treat. As a treat. Um, as a treat. <laughs> just a little bit. And so they bestowed, I think, like a couple, like a four people, the whole like dancing, um, refresh kind of ability thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember the details. I didn't take it because I'm like, ah, it sounds like a good way to get re- re- arrested after the fact. <laughs> um, which <laughs> nobody did. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a big field battle. Uh, 
we went in there and there's a lot of combat. I really enjoyed it. Um, that I one, had a lot of fun too. Like, like, like hearing like the buffs and stuff get thrown out and like stuff like that was really cool. Also, like looking out and seeing the fucking throng of uh, um, seamstress goons walking towards us was like, oh, oh no, oh boy. Um, that yeah. was really, that, really cool. That's the thing. This event was full of crunchies. They had a lot of manpower to, like, throw at the players. So these battles were big and, like, and fun and dangerous. Um, I had a bunch of cool moments. I had a a few clutch moments in that fight. They're really cool, but don't really lend themselves to good storytelling. Except when I did notice a bit where um... I saw that the Autumn Changeling was, like, pretty much by themselves. Like, there's a bodyguard, but not too close. Uh-huh. And I look over to my right, and there's Amity. And I was like, you want to see something cool? And I step <laughs> forward, and I take out a gun, and I fucking shoot him. And then, like, the bullet bounces off of him. The Autumn Fae fucking laughed at me. And then I look over, and Amity's, like, chuckling to herself, too. She's like, yeah, that was real impressive. And so every- so they all fucking cucked me, and I was like, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, it's a manual work. Nobody told me they were bulletproof. No, I just got no. here. <laughs> but whatever. So I went to go save somebody else, and I fucking was brought down. Yeah. I went down twice that uh, that fight. Um, thank God Remy was there. Remy was almost my personal doctor that whole event. Aww. It just so happened every time I went down. Remy was the one that like put me back together. Yeah, no, the, I saw the surgeon doing a lot of legwork. Um, mm. like I saw like one time it was a uh, Hobbs in the middle of the fight gets hit with a uh, a venom, and I see him like fumbling around through his like bag looking for his purify, and then I just see like Anna just like gazelle run over to him and just like slap him on the back and give him a purify, and it was like oh. <laughs> 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 these surgeons can fucking lot. move. <laughs> there was a lot of crazy crap at that battle too. Because I saw, was it Isaac that was throwing out ether? Oh, ether, ether calls. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I didn't I see that. So. I, I think that's what I, I did. My I did my usual job. I hung out near triage and tried to keep things away. So yeah, I I hate sticking with triage. It's an important job, and I will do it. Um, when it when you know I agree to do it but I like to move around it, and fight and it, I hate being chained down it fits my character and also if triage gets rolled we're fucked so <laughs> yeah it's in your safe hands then yeah I mean I don't I don't get a whole lot more to say about this fight it was big and important and yeah. one that's great um uh push back the the autumn changeling mm-hmm. And that was that. Yeah. Really cool fight though. Love that. Yeah. Good time. Um, right after that, the other big town thing was motherfucking Tiagans were digging tunnels under our buildings and setting up bombs. Oh, I, I missed this which one. Is, which is really uncool of them. Ooh. Okay. Um I, I guess I'm the <laughs> I I did that thing I have to do every PK event where I need to go up and fucking Decompress a bit for like a half hour. Yeah, scream into your pillow. I, yeah, I need to like get the energy out because you know I'm an extrovert and I'm playing an introvert, so I have to like shake my bed and stuff like that to get the energy out. Mm-hmm. And 
so far two for two every time i go up to do that i come down and half the crew has exploded so yeah <laughs> let me get all right everybody so this is this is a big one um so yeah that was the premise was tiagans are tunneling under buildings they're setting off bombs um we know the order of the buildings and so it was basically basically like six groups have to go in and uh fight tiagans and defuse the bombs first building up on the chopping block was the firehouse which is which we all agreed was the most important one because if that if that one fails that one breaks then you know if any other buildings go down they go down permanently we'd have to rebuild from scratch so um the navy was like all right we're gonna take care of this one we're gonna roll in and secure this uh or die trying so we go in and we went in pretty armed i had someone put venom on my blade and we went <laughs> so uh we entered the mod hall to do this and it's like a tight corridor that we have to go we could pretty much only fit two people side by side in it and um there were tiagans and we, we were pushing and tiagans you know have swords have skills they have guns which are bad because they put us in the ground pretty fast with those um i had a really cool moment in this particular one because as we were pushing the tiagans back slowly but surely um down that hallway eventually it opens up into the back of the mod hall where the stage is so there's like a little bit more room and so we're pushing, and um, I see this one Tiagan um, brandishing a gun, and looks like he's getting ready for it. As and um, I think it was Silas takes a swipe at him and like distracts him. So like I come in and I do a disarm and I land my blade perfectly on his hand that holds the gun, <laughs> and then I move in, uh, strike, strike, or like um. Or like bop him twice with my swords and he drops i pick up the gun and i fire it to my left side as this uh Tiagin's approaching and i shoot them yeah. with the dropped gun ah oh. uh, <laughs> powerful moment nice uh it also made a lot of difference because both of those Tiagans had guns that they couldn't use on us yeah. so we were able to quickly after dealing with those push through and then crawl to where the bomb space was, and then um, our artificer um, diffused the bomb, and it went pretty... Ours would, but pretty smoothly. Hell yeah. It was great. Which is good, because, unfortunately, a lot of these didn't go smoothly. Um, there were a lot of random factors. The other ones, one tunnel had a earth... like an earth elemental inside, that killed the Tiagans and then beat up people. Um, one group went in and like tried to like pick up the bomb and walk with spirits with it as it was exploding. Oh. I don't think that one went well either. There was a, no. there was a lot that went wrong once. <laughs> I think only one building actually got wrecked, but there was a lot of surgeries. I know yeah. Hazelbright got another surgery. Yeah. Um. There, there was quite a quite a handful. Um, yeah, it didn't work out super great. Uh, I think staff's figuring out that if we just put these players in rooms with bombs in them, <laughs> we can really rack up some surgeries. 
Um, so we finished all those, um, and nobody pervadives. So that's great. Right. Um, but that those for sure took a big toll. It's also a very long process of getting these people in to do the mod because six waves, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, took up a lot of time. But yeah, no, that was that was a fun mod though. I had a I had a I had a great time. Heck yeah. Most people I heard moves and didn't get a surgery. I had a ball. Yeah, most people I heard seem to have had a really good time in that one. That's good. Yeah. Hopefully it was worth a white bead. Whoa. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um I guess the only other thing that kind of happened around this time for me was the Navy went on a um, a Tiagin camp raid that we learned about last game, uh, but the Tiagins got beaten up by snake people. <laughs> and we went to go steal the stuff that they had, so we fought some snake people and stole a lot of cannonballs. We, like, boosted the amount of cannons we had by a lot. Hell yeah. At least cannonballs by a yeah. lot. So... That was fun. We did a very bad stealth operation, which is apparently really easy to do when you're in the Navy and you're dressed in cream <laughs> color and you're sneaking through the very green woods. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it was a thought. <laughs> you hate to see it. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I think after that, Yeah, around that was time. Was the library? Yeah, I think that was the library. Yeah, like everything. I think we covered most of the rest of my day. Um, yeah, so we had to do Are the... Are we at night time? Yeah. Yep. What about the... Honey Badger 2? I think that happened after the Shadow Fight? Oh, uh, okay. No, there's no way. Because um, it was still early enough that we could like see what was going on during that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember I was, I was sitting down. I think I was talking with uh anna and maybe maybe francis i don't know francis came back this time also that was really cool um but um uh yeah no, i was sitting down and then i looked over and i saw everybody was forming up and i was like oh is that is this is this us dealing with our family issues and it's like yep and i was like okay uh <laughs> mm-hmm. so this mod it was very interesting because on one half there was really awesome family drama and crazy rituals and just like fantastic role play. On the other half, it's uh Mr. Hobbs and Eldred get beat up by ostriches, the mod. Uh, <laughs> so start moving up the hill and uh the one of the uh one of the staffers um is playing Thaddeus's dead wife, who is a ghost, who I don't think Thaddeus can see. Um and we get up towards... No, Thaddeus could. They oh, could. embraced okay. and they had, like, a reunion and stuff. Oh, all right. Well, I missed that part. Um, But, uh... So we, we get up there, and there's, like, this big ritual circle with um a dead body in the middle of it, played by Countess Meat, number one staffer. Um, and, uh... <laughs> the, like, credit to the uh, the staffer playing Thaddeus' wife, um... They start, like, doing, like, the chant to, like, try to bring her back to life, and the staffer starts, like, doing this really good miming of, like, struggling, like, being pulled forward and stuff like that. It was very impressive and very good. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Like that starts, and then Chadwick looks up and like points at Thaddeus and goes, "Thaddeus, defend me!" So the staffers playing Thaddeus like rolls into the woods and then rolls back out, fucking all fucking uh, honey badgered out, and starts just wrecking us in in the face. Um, and at the same time, two ostriches run out. So, candles. What did you see while you were while you were doing the thing? Uh, uh- <laughs> I went over to try and help. Um, I I definitely misread the tag uh-huh. in order to stop the thing. So after I realized that like I couldn't do anything with the ritual, I was like, okay, I cannot help with this after all. Uh, I um I went to go try and help other people who were being attacked by ostriches. Or Mister Hobbs, <laughs> who had one of his arms maimed and yeah. was desperately attempting to. There's like an epic <laughs> romance drama scene happening on one half yeah. and the other half is Mr. Hobbs on his knees yeah. with one limp <laughs> arm and the other arm desperately trying to cock a gun while this ostrich just beat him over and over again and he's like ah! Ah! <laughs> so so two okay. ostriches two ostriches run out uh, Alden like one like immediately like crumps Prudence's legs uh, so she has to tend her legs back into uh into being not maimed. Uh, Alden, in response, shoots the ostrich in the neck and kills it. (laughs) Uh, Ostrich number two runs forward and maims Hobbs' arm, and like Candle said, he's trying to cock his, like, pistol like the Terminator cocks a shotgun, just, like, trying to get the hammer to fucking just, like, click. I move over to try to help him, and sometimes he comes in while you're... (laughs) and you realize that what's happening in front of you is kind of silly and that happened here for me and I think a little bit for Hobbs as well because the staffer runs forward and instead of like swinging he just starts flapping his arms and just like hitting us constantly over and over again and both of us are giggling a little bit too much to be able to properly defend um, eventually we're able to put the ostrich down but it was just like wow this is really oh my god um, this didn't need to be this hard uh but I look over and the coolest fucking family drama i've ever seen is occurring 15 feet away from this fucking debacle that hobbs and i are going through um Prudence, like, has to, like, bend her flesh in order to enter, like, the ritual circle. She gets in, realizes that once she's in, she has Thaddeus's medicine. (laughs) She throws it to Alden. Like, it was, like, a perfect arc. Alden catches it. It's supposed to be a weapon mod. It was not used as a weapon mod. I think... Handles you. So I was than... I was directly yeah. in front because I was uh, trying to hit Thaddeus with sleep calls. Yeah. Um, and it got to a point where uh, uh, Prudence tossed the medicine and was like, Alden, it's the medicine. Alden grabs it and just no no hesitation, just takes it, shoves it into the mouth of the bear gossip. And is just like, have your medicine, <laughs> you bear fuck, or something <laughs> like that, because he still thought it was a bear at this time. Uh, and. We hear Prudence going, no, no, it's supposed to be put on a weapon! He's not supposed to drink it! Uh, so Thaddeus does, like, an err and falls to the ground, and we're just like, oh, fuck. Hopefully not dead. Shit. But it's supposed to be, like, I curse you, or, like, sleep by curse or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You apply it to a weapon and then you hit him with it. 
but uh, he drank it instead, so it's fine. I'm sure it's totally okay. Holden, Nothing's wrong with that. Holden spiked into his fucking mouth. Yeah, because <laughs> the medicine. I know where medicine goes. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think like props to Prudence's player. I think they had my favorite fucking line of any LARP, and it was uh. Like that, what you put in the uh, when you try to bring back what you put in the ground, you don't get the same thing back, or something like that. And it was like, mm. holy fuck! If I wasn't maimed horribly by an ostrich right now, I'd probably start <laughs> clapping. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, the end of the end of the mod came. It was very cute. Uh, Thaddeus's wife said goodbye to him. Uh, Prudence and Thaddeus's uh, wife, who I can't remember the name of, I, Mildred, Mildred. Um, yeah. Uh, Torth, like, Chadwick, several new assholes. Um, it was awesome. And then we gently carried Thaddeus down the hill and left him in his manner to hopefully sleep off his lycanthropy issues. So, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if, uh, we do know for a fact that Chadwick made a deal with the seamstress and is now kind of locked into doing the seamstress's bidding and is really stressed out about it and afraid and all that kind of stuff. So, like, Chadwick's still alive and out there. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure nothing bad will happen. I, uh, I mean, I know Bertrand, I think, told the seamstress to shove it, and then Bertrand had to rip out one of his own teeth, so... I don't know. It's... Yeah, the seamstress yeah. is not cool. Be a roughie. <laughs> not, none of the fair, just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah and then after that I think it was the we found out that Thaddeus turns into a were honey badger Yeah. because when people were trying to use calls they were ineffective they were ineffective because honey badger don't give no fucks yeah (laughs) so that was that mystery explained yes (laughs) um yeah and then after that the shadow fight occurred and that one was a fucking rough one. That was all of us. <laughs> yeah. Was that a rough one? I I had a rough time. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I tended. Again. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, That's I, what I wanted to do. Yeah, I tried to uh, so triage, we, we were all pretty much just like standing around protecting triage. We were just like a big wall of people, and just, I don't know the the, cr- the crunchies came to play. Um, Fair. <laughs> so like you know there was one that was running around fucking assassinating people. So I had to like maintain eyes on that the whole time because um, I I don't want to die and. Uh, someone just like kept on like va- like someone just vanished because it's nighttime. The shadows are fucking like head to toe in black, so like I just lose them because my night vision's not so good. So it might have been easier for people who have good night vision, but I I had a rough one. I I felt pretty good. I stayed tight to the the line that we have formed. And yeah, you know, I I did blow through almost at that point. I had pretty much burned through all of my skills, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a lot to throw out. But it was cool because um, what's it? Arden is that? Is that the town scholar drunk guy? Yeah, yeah, that's Arden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Arden. Arden was behind me at one point. He's just like, hey, do you know how to pierce? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I learned that lesson. He's just like, why don't you tell me about it? Like, why? Well, I was like. 
Child <laughs> things are like busting through a line. And I was like, oh, well, uh, you have to hold out your hand and you, uh, you know, look for a good opportunity and then you jump forward and you go, this is something just like, ah, great, cool. Why'd you do that? And like bestowed like a, a reuse of that one, which I can only do one. Oh, hell yeah. Thinking of that. Cool. So talk. like I got another one. So I was like, okay, so you do it like this. And <laughs> Stab the shit out of a fucking Hell shadow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. Cool as fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't got much more to say <laughs> about the shadow fight. Yeah, uh, I, I felt like we, we did, we kept pretty tight, and the, the ritual didn't get interrupted. So I considered it a, a pretty big win. Uh-huh. Yeah, Good I job, know a few huh? people went down, but they were like way past our line. Yeah, like alone out in the back. So I don't know what their plan was, but it's like. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not going all the way out not there. Help you. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, well, it's not like. I mean, we. I. We. We would have to have broken through the shadows line. Yeah, you know. <laughs> to get behind them to save the people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. No. The. Yikes. The, wor- the weirdest part of that fight was. Uh. I remembered from the previous season that. Um. The shadow started attacking the hospital after we finished the. Uh, last ritual so i went i have a weird feeling that's gonna happen again so i started walking down the hill uh as fast as i could and i'm glad i did because i showed up and i see anna's standing in front of the tavern and she has friday's sword and um i came around the corner i just see like a shadow standing there and it has this massive spear and i was like oh this is really bad this is this is the worst thing that could happen right now um uh, so I I moved over and I was like, all right, let's just uh let's move back to the hospital and I'll try to keep everyone safe. And she was like, cool, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we moved back there. Um, and I think at that point, Arden had also moved down and was just like backseat surgery, like uh surgerying people. Just like I don't forget to stitch right there. And also, what's going on there? And like the surgeons were all just like turning around, like dude. What? What do you need? Um, but uh, yeah, a shadow like just like kept on wandering around. Apparently, at one point, um, Remy went to the bar to like get some water, and there was a shadow behind the uh the bar and just like tried to like stab at them a whole bunch. Um, so that was that was fun to learn about. Uh, so my my new thing is every time we finish a shadow fight, I'm just gonna stand next to the the hospital and make sure nobody dies. Um, <laughs> but after that, uh, somebody, we were all, the, the decent chunk of the ROTC, we're all sitting around just like shooting the shit. And then someone walks up to us, just goes, Hey, this is Madam Restful. Can you talk to her? And then just walks away. We look up and it's, uh, it's like, I think Madam Restful is like a fey creature, but she's dressed in all this, this really nice dress with like a big fur coat like thing. And she's just like, hi, why am I awake? <laughs> and we were like, I don't, what? I don't. I don't know. And she's like, I'm not supposed to be awake. I'm supposed to sleep until until the autumn and it's summer. So why am I awake? And uh, I was like, Eldridge's like, I don't think that we're good people to talk to because we avoid the Fae. And then Hobbs leaned forward and go, we're the best people to talk to because we will give you unbiased answers. And <laughs> I think eventually we settled on, we think that a lot of people really like the seamstress and gave her a lot of power and a lot of stuff and now the balance is all out of whack and autumn is seeping into other seasons and madame Russell went mm-hmm, understood and then pointed at remy and said sleep and then walked away 
Remy, Yo, what? <laughs> Remy passed out okay. on the fucking table, and <laughs> so, um, I have a weird feeling that Arrestful will be back, but <laughs> I think other highlights of that night were at one point the um the Foxmaker came back, but the Foxmaker did not make it to the tavern nope. because his bright killed the yeah, shit out of because... him on the on the very brief walk. <laughs> From the staff center to the tavern. Because oddly enough, the fox maker is weak to Captain Jonathan Hazel, right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I do remember that happening. Where it's just like, oh, well, there's a pile of bones here, and the captain looks proud of himself. All right, we did it. Good job, team. Um, Good job, team. Uh, I think yeah. After that, I don't think anything happened until like six feet under occurred. Um. Uh, Eldred started second romance social link with Francis. We were hanging out, and I was like, Hey, we might die tomorrow, and I feel bad if I don't tell you that I think that you're that I fancy you quite a bit. And she went, Oh, I I think I fancy you quite a bit too. And I was like, Yeah, so <laughs> I got that double, I got, I got like a double romance going. It's pretty sweet. Who's Francis? Uh, Francis is a skirmisher. Uh, her player came in with us on our first event and they weren't able to make it back for the spring event they hang out with um rosie uh and i think like Rhett and avi a bunch too oh yeah totally hat, a blank. glasses had the pink hair pinkish purplish hair see um francis is great they hang out with us all okay. <laughs> um, okay. uh, i was gonna say i'm totally blanking on the name <laughs> must and... be <laughs> nice fine. to have Two <laughs> romances, Eldred. That's oh, pretty great. Must must be nice. And finally, this game got an opportunity. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the floor for a quick second to say Corica is uh single and ready to mingle. Uh, <laughs> you mean desperate? Whoa. <laughs> uh, desperate is uh D in the alphabet is for desperate, but all the other letters stand for nice things like absolutely. Uh, B stands for bodacious <laughs> c stands for Clorga is single and uh definitely available especially if you have money and are really nice uh Clorga <laughs> is a character who i created who i wanted her to be kind of like a uh, young and uh, uh very starry-eyed and like she one of her like passions is adventure and sailing and uh she she's really into the saints and stuff like that but she's the other thing that she's also really into is like uh she she wants she wants to find like her 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 special prince princess uh the the person who will sweep her off her feet she's really into that romance kind of thing but her expectations are very based off of, like, her expectations are really high and weirdly specific, but she definitely can't give you the specifics. So, uh, and she's really frustrated because everyone around her seems to have found somebody or is content with not having somebody. <laughs> so I really played it up this game that she's, uh, she's got. For the past couple games, she's had crushes on characters, and like there have been hints, but people haven't really noticed. So this game, I played her was very frustrated <laughs> that no one seems to have noticed, uh, and uh, oh. it was played for laughs quite a bit. 
uh, people were trying to hook her up Friday or Saturday night. Uh, after all the like fighting and everything, a, a moment of levity as people desperately tried to figure out who Clorica fancies, or at least what her type is. So people are going to be trying to hook her up, I guess. Uh, which I think will be a delight. Uh, I, I mostly play it for the giggles. There was definitely a moment with Prudence, where Prudence was like, Clorica, I have a very special favor to ask of you. <laughs> oh, God. Or no, like I, I have something very important to ask you. And Cork is like, all right, uh, go on then, Prudence. What's up? Like, this is very sudden that you're very excited. And Prudence is like, I have this ring for you. And Cork is like, oh my goodness! Oh, this, this is all happening so fast. And Prudence is like, is is it? I I don't I don't understand. And Cork is like, oh, I just. You know, I I didn't think that it was. It, it, I didn't think it was mutual. I thought it was just. It was just. It was unrequited. And Prudence is like, no, no, no. This is something that that I need from you. And Clark is like, oh my gosh, wow! I can't believe this is happening. Kind of thing. Um. And Prudence is like, well, this is something I'm really good at, and I figured you'd be really good at it too. And Cork is like, I don't think so, because like thinking it's romance, it's like I, last I checked, you're rather bad at it. Prudence froze her brow, and is like, I, I mean, I guess that could be your, uh, hmm. Here's the cursed ring that Thaddeus was wearing, and uh, it's super cursed, so I need to not be carrying it because I have too many curses, and I need. I was wondering if you'd take it. The clerk is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background, there were a couple of people who bore witness to this, and they were losing their absolute shit. They were like, there's Clorica, the forever alone. Yeah, Clorica <laughs> had to patch things over real quick, because Prunes is like, I'm so confused. The clerk is like, it's <laughs> fine! I knew it was a cursed ring the whole time, and I am more than happy to take it, not emotionally devastated by this encounter. <laughs> I guess I'll take this platonic ring. <laughs> Thank you. I must. So the, your your boyfriend's <laughs> ring. Thanks. <laughs> hey, listen. There were a no. few moments. It's good though. No, I thought. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> As I say, I thought I was doing pretty bad at romance stuff, but at least my first day at PK, I was at least invited to a hoedown. So. <laughs> Yeah, Clark, I never was. I got invited to the hoedown, too. What? What? I didn't get invited! As is tradition now. What the fuck? (laughs) I was like, Eldred, do you want to be part of the hoedown? And I was like, I don't know if Anna would approve. It's like, Anna can come, too. And I was like, uh... Clark didn't get invited to the hoedown at all. She knew it was happening, and no one approached her. She was always around, though, so God. people know. <laughs> I I I kind of love it. it, it it's it's it, it, I want it to be played for laughs. Yeah. I think at one point someone was like, "Clarify, can I make a joke at your expense?" I was like, "Oh, please oh God!" <laughs> it's a hundred percent supposed to be like a, a funny quality of Clark, as as well as her other traits, like the Saints of the Land of the Sea and Montgomery's funeral, which went. Uh, Holy uh, fuck. <laughs> Montgomery's funeral was pretty beautiful, mostly because Clorca kind of like awkwardly waddled her way through how Montgomery exhibited different qualities of the saints 
which were mostly the negative ones. <laughs> and then <laughs> she tried not to, but it really came across that way. And then we went through everybody and everyone was like, I'm going to miss Montgomery, but wow, Montgomery sucks. Montgomery was a nightmare. What the worst person. Oh. Mr. Hobbs literally said, Montgomery was a nightmare. I worked for that man for, like, what was it, 11 ten, years? 10 years or something, yeah. 10 years, and he never learned to read. And it was all Mr. Hobbs, the closest person to Montgomery had to say. So, Montgomery's funeral was real good. But yeah, Clark is a, a silly character. Um, so that was an interesting... I just wanted to talk about that real quick. He says after the Fae fight. So fucking funny. Oh, the Foxmaker uh, showed back up, too. Wait, did he? Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, okay, yeah. right. I'm talking oh about Hazelbright fucking eating him into the shadow Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, what were the other things I did? Nope, that was it. Just being single and bullied about it. Single and sad. God. If it isn't Sad Girl Summer and Corica. Saturday night was that was it was a lot. We were up pretty late. Yeah. I got lost in the forest with Reverie and oh. then did become lost in the forest that night with Reverie and then we went to bed. Oh, heck yeah. I have to walk two people up the hill now to make sure they don't die. Yay. Like, oh, I played, it's a legit played, thing. You gotta worry yeah, about. I played Danger Game for the first time, which, if you don't know what Danger Game is, it's when somebody has a loaded pistol and they get drunk and they fire it up in the air and whoever gets hit loses. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> That's a surgeon's favorite pastime. All right, our part, our, oh, sorry, you're saying. I was going to say, what happened Sunday, y'all? Whoa. All right. Oh, shit. Uh, this podcast's running a little long, so we're going to have to really. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to blow through Sunday. All right, Tiagin's attacking. They are going to take the island. That is going to happen. We are here to minimize damage and get people off the island if they need to be off the island. Um. I was on a team that was protecting one of the exits, so I didn't see a whole lot of the main battle, but our rule was essential. Okay. All right, on to you two. <laughs> uh, uh, so one of the first things that we did was we went up to that that exit that Candles was at, and then uh, Hazelbright took an attachment of the ORTC up the hill to the library where the Tiagans had been marching down. Um, there was a big line of them. They were attacking the library. We needed that to stop happening. We needed to get things out of the library, and which I'm pretty sure we got all of it out, but we got to do a really cool thing where Hazelbright runs to the the tree line turns back to all of us and goes hey double time go now and we all fucking pour out of the woods um crest the hill and just like slam into the yog into the tiagan line in the back and we helped saved we helped save triage from getting rolled unfortunately francis and uh prosperity both took a critical so we had to very quickly squirrel them down the hill uh to the hospital brett tell me a story <laughs> all right uh Right before the fight uh, was going to happen, um, Jules comes up to me and goes, Hey, you can throw weapons, right? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I can. He's like, great. Uh, go to Serendipity's stand and grab every throwable pastry that was there. <laughs> I was like, alright. So I talked to Serendipity. I'm like, hey, so uh, the Navy's asking for all your pastries for the war effort. She's like, oh, okay. Well, uh, here, this, it hands me a tar and goes, this one's got a cleave in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, would you stick a fucking knife? <laughs> um, and so I loaded up a backpack full of throwable, um, pastries, 
And yeah, I went up to the library to make sure that uh, all the important things got out of there. As the large, I'm talking a large force yeah. of Crunchies show up. They were, the Crunchies were literally for that battle, because there's not a whole lot of people up at the um, first stage of this fight. We were outnumbered, I think, three to yeah. one. Uh-oh. It was pretty crazy. And I was like, fucking battle pastry first, <laughs> throw it clean, and it cleaves one of the fucking Tiagas, and another Tiaga goes, what? <laughs> And then I'm like, brownies, I just fucking start throwing <laughs> pastries at the fucking enemy. And then, um, and that was going really well until, um, until a crunchy we all know and love and hate to fight, uh, cause they're really good at fighting, shows up and shoots me in the neck. Yeah. And I was like, well, there I go down. <laughs> uh, somebody pulled me out of there. I think it's like, as I got shot in the neck as you guys were making your charge. Okay. Uh, love the charge. Wish it came a little earlier because a lot of us went <laughs> down. Um, but no, we got what we needed out, held them up a bit, and then uh, we pretty much moved everybody down yep. into the main fighting area, which was cool because, um, our, yeah, our objective was literally just like fight them back, um, just put up a fight and then surrender. Uh, when we think it's appropriate once we've given them a thing. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing about Elliot. Elliot doesn't like to lose. Not 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 a not a doesn't yeah, has a soft spot for losing. So um I was kind of hanging out with uh helping on the front line with um Hobbs because Hobbs was the best person for the camp. Yeah. And he was like blowing people and Tiagans up, and it was going great until we got struck by cannon fire. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I did a lot of fighting. I held out, and at one point, uh, it was mostly just me and um, Silas around the cannon on the left side. And Ducky comes out at, and goes up to Silas. He goes, "Well, you be my dueling opponent." And Silas goes, yes, I know. And meanwhile, my brain, I'm like, I know the duelist tree. This is this is where things go wrong. <laughs> and so they start fighting. There's not a lot I can really do because I'm out of most of my abilities. So I can't really affect this fight because Ducky can call Ward on all of my normal attacks. Yeah. So I watch him beat up um, Silas and then... As Silas got the last blow, and as he's, like, on his way down, like, gonna go to his knees or onto the ground to die, like, it was almost, like, slow motion. Like, he's falling, and Ducky fucking finishes him off before his body hits the ground. (laughs) I was like, woo! Um, shit! (laughs) And then Ducky looks over at me uh, and goes, will you be my dueling opponent? And I was like, do I have a choice? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you do. I was like, great. No. Ab- absolutely not. And he goes, alright. And he does, like, a quick few str- like, like, whoops with his sword and I, like, block him. And then he does a really fast pierce right into my oh. chest. Um, And I was out of skills at that point. And I was like, shit. And I fall to the ground. Oh, and then he stands above me and goes, critical strike one? 
critical stress and like nobody's around him. Like this is this is my first surgery right here. <laughs> and then he fucking punctures me in the back. Oh, thing. And that was uh the end of my participation in that battle. Alright. Um <sighs> sorry about that. Then everything went black. <laughs> uh, so I ran down the hill. Um I had to check I ran down, I checked on the hospital and I looked over and I saw it fucking massive horde of crunchies moved down the uh, stairs, and I was like, alright, yeah, I should stay down here. This is probably where I belong. Um, so I ran, I ran up, I joined up with, I think, Scarlet's team. Uh, like, Kleiss was there, and some other people were there. They were like, we need to go over there and bolster those lines. So, I run over, and immediately when I get over there, I get fucking maimed in the leg. Uh, but... Mm. Still a really tall motherfucker, which means that I can most definitely be chest high cover for some people. And my haversack is full of packets, so Avi, who's also an artificer, gets behind me and just starts using me as uh, cover. I can still like block with my arms because my legs are the only thing that's maimed. So I'm just there, uh, trying to keep Avi safe and like hit people. And I like turned around and be like, Avi, move me forward. Avi, move me back. Um, and stuff like that. Just keep me in an advantageous position. Uh, but I had to rely solely on Avi to move me around. Um, so that worked for a little while. And I saw Hobbs go down and someone picked him up and dragged him away. Avi picked me up and was moving me back to triage to get my leg fixed. And, uh, Admiral Stanton did the, uh, the scholar thing where it's like, on your feet, soldier. And then the person could just like awaken immediately. Uh, so Hobbs springs up and he starts running by. I like reach out and I'm like, take me with you, take me with you. So he grabs me and just drags my fucking maimed ass over to the cannon, plops me down um, so I can defend him and then hands me his gun. Uh-huh. So I'm defending him and stuff like that. He's like, it's got a venom pierce loaded into it. I'm like, all right, all right, let's fucking party. Um, uh, I see, I think. Uh, the duelist shows up and starts moving towards us. Uh, so I go to shoot him in the chest, but the gun's not cocked. Um, and I was like, Mr. Hobbs, it's not shooting. And he just looks at me and like does like a really quick eye roll and then cocks the gun for me. Like, oh, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. I'm Eldridge bad at things. Um, so I shoot. Yeah. I shoot the duelist in the chest. Uh, I keep on defending and I stayed up for a little while. Um, Hobbs went down again. Stanton fucking told him, nope, you can't die yet. Gets back up. Um, and then Stanton gives, like, the final order. After, like, Hobbs pumped, I think, six cannonballs into the fucking Tiagan wizard. Uh, it, <laughs> they finally go down. And then Stanton looks at Hobbs, just goes, don't let them get that cannon. So he just, like, plugs the end of the cannon and just blows all of us up. Um, <laughs> it was fucking <laughs> awesome. Like, uh, shout out to Avi and Rhett, who both came in and tried to save me. But we were fucking overrun by the... Uh, um, by the Tiagan line. Uh, and then, similar to Brett, all in black. Um, I woke up, I woke up, and the first thing someone says to me is, we're surrendering, calm down. And I was like, where's Hobbs? Where's Hobbs? He can't be dead. Um, but luckily, he was just unconscious, so... Oh. Yeah, surprisingly, not too, too many people actually got finishing glowed in, uh... In a... <laughs> But certainly enough, and then we watch the flag go down and go back up yeah. with the Tiagans as a full surrender. So yeah, uh, probably un under Tiagan rule now. Probably don't have to go to muster anymore. We'll see. <laughs> I'm as well that ends uh, well. I'm excited to see how the Tiagans will react to all the face stuff because they like do magic. 
So they might. Yeah, there was a wizard with them in that. Yeah, battle. they were a badass and fucking were rolling people. It was awesome. But uh, but like they uh, they do magic. So like they might have better insight on how to deal with stuff. So once removed, may be able to use you know some of their some of their shit. That'd be pretty cool. Hmm. But uh, yeah, hope everybody enjoyed this very long podcast. <laughs> it's there's a lot that happened. Friday was probably my busiest Ooh. event yet for yeah. PK. Yeah, no. Out of my two, Summer. out of my, yeah. <laughs> out of only the <laughs> yeah. other one. Summertime's pretty fucking sweet. I like it. I feel like uh, this is the PK event where I was like, I love this game. I want to continue playing. I was a little on the fence, and it definitely wasn't like... It, it's partially because the setting was not my 100% most favorite setting ever, and I hadn't really gotten invested in any of the plots. Like They had lots of plots out there, but none of them caught me enough that I was like, I'm going to get into this. This game felt like I had enough hooks that I was like, you know what? I'm in it. Hell yeah! So I'm I'm excited to keep going. It's it's definitely so some for some people it might take a little bit to get into it. For some people it's an immediate hook, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. I like it a lot, and I'm excited for going forward. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you tuning in and hearing about all the cool things that we are up to. Uh, until next time, have a nice night, everyone. Later. I don't know what it was. Bye. Bye.